This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I'm Audrey Cooper, editor-in-chief of the San Francisco Chronicle. As the Bay Area continues to shelter in place, many people are on edge. That includes workers who have lost their jobs as local businesses close, as well as the increasingly worried employees who still have to go to work and deal with the public. On Thursday, the U.S. Labor Department released new unemployment figures, showing initial claims rose by 70,000 last week. It's the largest week-to-week jump since the 2008 financial crisis. And next week's numbers are expected to be even more dramatic, possibly the worst jump in U.S. history. Our workforce is in a fragile state, and joining me to talk about it is business reporter Mallory Mensch. So Mallory, let's start by talking about the recent layoffs we've seen. What is the state of that in the Bay Area? Who's getting layoff, and uh, what, what can we expect next? Well, it really has been massive and devastating in the Bay Area. Um, We saw even last week, even before the shelter in place, when uh, the bars and uh, many restaurants were ordered to close or to scale back their operations, that people were simply not traveling, flights were being canceled, hotels are empty. Um, So we saw that even at the end of last week, the union that represents the hospitality workers in this area said that around 4,000 of their members were laid off last week, and they expected more this week because uh, there's no one in the hotels and some of those are closing as well. And the same is true now for bars, restaurants, stores. Um, A lot of people have either been laid off or they have cut back on hours um, because they're temporarily closed for this time. I've seen a lot from restaurants and other businesses who say uh, they want to hire their employees back when they're able to open. What Is there a sense of whether this is a quickly correctable thing as soon as we get out of the shelter in place or will this have a long tail on it? And that's really hard to predict. I mean, you know, I think right now we do have the shelter in place um, until April 7th, but it could extend longer than that. It's really a day-to-day situation. So there's no telling when some of these stores or restaurants or bars may reopen again. Um, so in the meantime, you know, the government is scrambling to try and get unemployment or to get benefits for people who are out of work just because there's really no way of knowing at this point, given the public health situation, whether those businesses can run again and those people can get paid. Another thing that a lot of um, a lot of politicians are talking about is sick leave. Who gets it? When do they get it? What kind of businesses the feds and the state um, or excuse me, the feds and the local government have done a lot to try to expand the number of people covered by sick leave? What's the current status of that? That's right. Sick leave was a huge part of a uh, coronavirus relief bill that was just signed into law um, by the president. Um, and that includes um, a couple of things. One is two weeks of paid sick leave at full time pay for workers um, who are who are 
have fallen sick. And there's also part-time pay available for those who might be caring for a family member who is sick. And then there's also 12 weeks of paid family leave. This is especially for people maybe have to care for their kids because they're out of school. Um, There are a few caveats to that. So it doesn't apply to uh, some businesses, which you can be exempt if you have fewer than 50 employees. And also businesses with more than 500 employees um, are not covered. The implication is kind of that they need to do it themselves. Um, So that covers a lot of the big businesses like maybe Target, Walmart that are still running right now in the Bay Area. Um, And locally, uh, San Francisco does already have a paid sick leave policy that's required, but the city said that we are providing an extra, we're paying for an extra five days of sick leave. So they're trying to expand that for all the workers in San Francisco. Um, Other than those policies from the government, companies, it's kind of up to them, especially those bigger companies. Um, And a lot of them have been changing their policies because of this, although some workers say that it's still not enough. Um, In some cases, some of the big companies say that you you can get paid sick leave, but you need a a diagnosis for COVID-19. And with uh, we've heard a lot about the limited testing, so some workers just don't know how likely that is that they could get that diagnosis. Well, well, not only is it hard to get a test and a diagnosis, we want to keep relatively not not really really sick people out of the healthcare system right now. So that seems like it would just force more people into it at a time when we know it's probably very vulnerable. Exactly. Let's talk about the workers themselves. Now, you've spoken to a ton of people all around the Bay Area. How do you sum up, um, you know, the overall mood around people, workers in the Bay Area? Is that possible? Well, I think, I mean, in general, there is a lot of people who are struggling right now. Um, and and even for those people who have not lost their job, I was you know, re- heard from maybe two dozen people who work at businesses that have been deemed essential. So they're still running. Um, these people are still being asked to go to work. But there's a lot of fear about that and a lot of anxiety, especially if maybe you live with someone who is older or has a health condition. I talked with someone who lives with his sister who is asthmatic and she has had pneumonia before very seriously. So she could be at higher risk of becoming ill because of COVID-19. So he just felt like it was too concerning to go to work. He works at a Pete's Coffee and uh, interact with customers to be close to his coworkers, you know, even though they're supposed to be practicing social distancing of six feet. Um, So the stress um, and worry was too much for him that he decided not to work. But not everyone has that opportunity, you know, if they literally need the money to survive and maybe they aren't guaranteed the paid sick leave. So a lot of people are grappling with that right now. Um, And some people are, are frankly angry if they're being asked to go to work and they're not sure if they really consider it an essential business. Um, other people are soldiering on. You know, I did talk to a woman who works at SFO, which is still running, even though there's far less flights. Um, and she said, I, I'm trying to stay positive and I'm taking care of myself. You know, I do need to go to work to pay my bills, but I'm also serving my community and serving the public. Well, let's talk about what the what what is an essential business. So that that has a pretty it seems like a pretty loose definition right now in the Bay Area. 
It's true. There are specifics in the public health orders that have been put out. It actually covers a pretty broad range of things. So it's the ones you might think of, obviously, grocery stores, um, some banks, um, businesses such as hardware stores that are providing essential goods, gas stations, auto repair shops, pet food shops. There's it's quite a number of things that are covered, but there is some, some gray area too. And even some of those businesses that they're allowed to operate, they might not necessarily be uh, working right now. So some of the coffee shops in the area have just decided to close down, even though they could operate. Um, there are some other companies have said that they're going to operate anyways, even though they've been told to shut down, such as the Tesla factory. Um, so there is some genuine confusion about this and perhaps some obstinance from businesses. Um, but I think the city understands that this is a huge blow for those businesses and, and for the workers that depend on them. So it's it's been working out the kinks, I think, this week um, to figure out you know, what is absolutely needed and how can we continue to support the people who are working there. I'm speaking with business reporter Mallory Mensch. Uh, I want to ask you, Mallory, about uh, more about these essential businesses, but let's take a break. We'll be right back after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Before we took the break, Mallory, we were talking about essential businesses, and you spoke to some workers at a craft store, and I was really struck by what they told you about their business. Can you tell us about that? Sure. Well, yes, some some craft stores have been deemed essential. It appears that they were going to be shut and then they were able to reopen again. Um, I haven't confirmed with these stores. They haven't gotten back to me about why they chose to reopen or why they're deemed essential. I've heard perhaps for educational purposes. Um, But some of those workers were concerned about themselves or their family members and frankly angry. They were like, I don't know why this is an essential business. And, you know, we should really be limiting as much as we can. Uh, Same was true for some people who work at those coffee shops. Like I said, some have closed, some chains have closed, some chains have not closed. Um, So it's it is a very gray area, and the workers who are on the front lines uh, that may be you know, taking a risk and going to work really want to make sure that it is absolutely necessary for them to do that. I assumed that the coffee stores were staying open for takeout um, just for the same reason that restaurants are allowed to stay open for takeout or delivery. Is is that, it's not that, although I would agree coffee is essential, maybe <laughs> a different, that falls under a different part of the shelter in place ordinance. That's true. Well, coffee shops are allowed to operate and are deemed essential um, with the same stipulations as restaurants. So they can only do um, to-go orders, uh, takeout and delivery. They need to practice social distancing and all the clean 
screening um, according to the CDC guidelines. Um, so they can operate, and yeah, you could you could argue whether you know getting a cup of coffee made for you in the store is absolutely essential. You know, grocery stores are still open; like you can still get coffee if you really need it. Um, so it's a one of those areas where uh, it's it's sort of been left up to the business owners and the employers to decide. Okay, are we gonna stay open? How do we weigh you know serving the community and also getting still getting business and paying our workers? How do we weigh that with the public health risks for everyone? I I read a story on sfchronicle.com this morning, and to be honest, I don't remember if it was your story or somebody else's. We have so many stories going up, uh, but it was about a shop that was only allowing a couple of people in at the time, and the workers were staying six feet apart. And it seems like some of them are taking it extremely seriously. Some of them are closing altogether, and then others are maybe a little more uh, Lucy Goosey is, as my child would say. Yeah. And I think even if you have, if you do have the best intentions, it's frankly can just be hard to do, you know, six, six feet is it far apart. And when you think of, if you still need to do payment at a counter, um, or work in, in a small enclosed space together, it's just simply hard to be that far apart. Uh, so even if you have the best intentions, it might be hard to, to practice all of that. It seems to me that employers are in a really tough situation here because on one hand, you know, they could face, especially small businesses that maybe could be considered an essential business. On one hand, you know, your employees need to be paid, but on the other hand, um, you know, it's terrible to require people to come to work if they don't want to. How are how are most people dealing with that sort of dichotomy and that, you know, there's no really good solution for anyone? It's true. And it is really tough for some of those uh, employers. Um, you know, some of them recognize that, okay, we ha- there was a president of Kohl's Hardware. He said, we have this responsibility to be here for the community right now. And uh, a lot of them are have a lot of questions about how they can keep their employees safe and cared for. And they're responding to all these concerns. So they're kind of trying to change their policies day by day. I was on a call this morning um, with the um, Office of Economic Development for from the city with a slew of questions from different business owners about, you know, what to do if someone gets sick or how can I clean my store and how can I access these benefits for paid leave. So it is really complicated and a lot of the employers are grappling with that right now. One of the businesses that we haven't specifically, or industries maybe I should say, that we haven't specifically spoken about is grocery delivery businesses. Um, This seemed like a great convenience in the Bay Area a couple of weeks ago. Now it seems essential to people, including the infirm and elderly people who who are really not supposed to go out even to the grocery store. What was the mood among those workers when you spoke to them? Yeah, well, one of my colleagues actually reported on that, uh, Carolyn Saeed, and uh, she found that, well, one, those companies are completely slammed, and uh, we see Amazon is hiring thousands of people to keep up, um, and they have put in place a policy where they're prioritizing um, orders with uh, more essential items like food and anything medical related because they simply can't keep up with the orders. And the the 
local shoppers in the area say for Instacart, uh, she talked with one who, you know, just said, you know, I'm exhausted um, and I, I have a lot of business, but sometimes I feel bad because I can't get everything for people because there's not enough supplies in the stores or I'm carrying you know, all this canned goods and water bottles up a lot of stairs for people. Um, and, and the same way they might worry about um, interacting with the public and, you know, going out is more of a risk of exposure to the virus. Um, so they're, you know, taking that risk. Um, but it is definitely an, an economic opportunity that they have. Um, and the same is true for uh, Safeway is also hiring thousands of workers. So for those who are out of work, there are places that are hiring um, and do need a lot of help, um, even though they st- obviously still need to st- take the same precautions to protect themselves. I, I've received a few emails from just services I've used in the past that explain what they're doing, like no attendant delivery so that they can just drop something on your doorstep and you don't have to get close to a a delivery person. The delivery person doesn't have to get close to anyone who's at home either. Yeah, that's right. I think that's definitely recommended that um, you someone would drop it off outside your door. Um, then you could disinfect it when it comes inside. You know, if you have a wipe or just you know some way to spray it down or to wash it off. So still taking those necessary precautions, especially if you're in the most vulnerable communities. Um, yeah, there's ways to do that um, and still get food and everything that you need. What what are the resources available for people, particularly workers, if they're not able to work during this time period? Totally. Well, we are very aware of ways that we can get financial help to people or get information to them about financial help and also ways where the community can pitch in. So you can find that on sfchronicle.com. We have a couple articles about um, how you can help or how you can get help. Um, the, the government, like I said, has a lot of policies in place. Um, the Governor Newsom um, issued an executive order to help stop evictions and foreclosures if you can't pay rent or your mortgage and to protect against utility shutoffs. So if you can't pay your bill, you're still going to have you know your basic needs met. Um, there's also, uh, some help available. Like I said, if you need that paid sick leave or you need to file for unemployment or for uh, paid family leave, um, you can file through the state or through the federal government. Um, and then we're also just seeing that there are many social organizations around the area that are really stepping up and trying to help people. And they also do need help from the public. So they might need more volunteers or more financial donations right now. Um, and we're seeing a lot of ground support, uh, ground level community support, say on apps like Nextdoor, where people are getting together and saying, if anyone needs help, I'll help you out. If you're elderly, I'll go get groceries for you. So there are so many ways that you can just consider the people who are more vulnerable and more in need, um, especially as a lot of people are struggling right now. Mallory, thank you so much for continuing to cover uh, what what the workers in our workforce is, are, is, is going through right now. It's really extraordinary times. It is. Well, thank you. I'd like to thank reporter Mallory Mensch for being with me today, to King Kaufman for producing this episode, and you for listening. Fifth Emission is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. If you like this podcast, please consider becoming a financial supporter of the largest newsroom in Northern California. You can sign up for a San Francisco Chronicle membership at sfchronicle.com slash pod.